the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. I love this song. That's why I picked it. I was able to pick any song. Sam Bellino said I could use this one. And you know why? Because I, as I mentioned in my very first show, at 6 o'clock, many of us, you know, you need a little energy. You need a little boost. You need to be able to carry on through this last hunk of the day. And look, I know there's a lot of kids listening to the show and you have boundless energy. But, you know, some of us who are a little uh, on the other side of 50, we need a little boost. Now, in terms of... Um, my performance this evening, I will apologize. I have like this little bit of a cold thing going on, but I have my Hall's mentholiptus here. I have a little uh, honey and, and water, so I'll, hopefully I'll get through the show without sounding too nasal. But I already have this weird voice, and uh, everyone says I have an interesting voice for it's radio. It's COVID, right? Um, no, nah, I think I'm over the vid. I had it when uh, I got hit with that with the Christmas situation, so... No, I don't think, and I'm like, listen, you're, you're immune to everything, Matt Sambol, and so I'm not worried <laughs> no, about I, you. I, I didn't have... pass anything on to you either, Arthur. I, I'm well, dealing with a little uh, chest issue myself, but I'm listen, okay. Listen, Nick, I don't, I don't swing that way. Not that there's <laughs> anything wrong with it, that, that, that's not how we're, I go. We're all community here. All right, yeah, we have a big love fest. Maybe it's Joni. Play the Joni theme song, uh, Sam Bolin. <laughs> that's... That's Joan. She's the social media director here for uh, the Idala Power Hour. So those of you who get to watch on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff, that's all because Joan works so hard to make that happen. And I work hard, too, just in case you guys think uh, I'm only working for an hour a day on the radio. Today was a very busy day at the law firm. Uh, I watched my partner, Imran Ansari, conducting an unbelievable deposition with people whose names are in the news on a very, very regular basis very, very recently. I I can't go into it right now, but I just want to tell him how proud I am of him. It's high-octane lawyering. And, um, you know, at this point in my life, that's kind of what, you know, I've been designed to do. It's what I've been trained to do. And now that I'm able to hand off some of this to the others in my firm who I trust implicitly, it makes me, uh, it gives me a, a great sense of joy. Um, speaking of joy, everyone knows I am a, uh, I guess uh, they've called me the quintessential New Yorker. I was so lucky today to be treated to lunch uh, at Rockefeller Center, all the way upstairs, which is the room that's connected to the famed Rainbow Room. 
I don't even know if it has a name. It's top of the top of the rock, I think it is. Um, and you know, anybody who's saying they want to move to Florida or North Carolina or whatever, that that's great. That is fine for you. I am not going to leave a a, a a city that has such an iconic building, has such an iconic vibe. You walk in there. And obviously it's when NBC is housed and there's pictures of Johnny Carson and Milton Berle and the uh, Seinfeld uh, cast members and the Friends cast members. And you just have this feeling of like, wow, I'm in New York. And then when you go all the I mean, and, and you know, you're in classic New York, especially when you see the Seinfeld crew. And then, you know, you go up into the restaurant and it's so beautiful and you go into the greatest men's room you've ever been to. And it has windows overlooking uh, the northern part of the city where I was seated in the dining room. It was the southern part of the city. I'm staring at the Empire State Building. And I said to my friend Eric, who was treating me to lunch, I said, you know, that is my favorite building in the whole world, uh, including the Colosseum in Rome, including the Fountain of Trevi. There was nothing like the Empire State Building. And then he gave me a history lesson how Rockefeller Center and uh, the Empire State Building were basically being built simultaneously. And uh, I learned is that, that iconic photograph of the construction workers all sitting on that big I-beam eating lunch, hanging out over the city. And that actually was the erection of uh, Rockefeller Center. So uh, that's just my daily example of how much I love this city and walking around the city and watching the people ice skate here in the middle of February. We're in the heart of winter. Um, I, I just, you know, I should be on the commercial for I Love New York. I could also be on a commercial for I kind of know what I'm talking about when it comes to the law, because let's talk about how I ended the show about Sarah Palin saying I thought it was very, very odd that the judge uh, ruled in open court that he was going to dismiss the case against the New York Times brought by Sarah Palin for defamation because her team did not prove actual malice by the staff and the editorial board of the New York Times. Why did I think that was odd? Well, because, folks, these were the three options that were the conventional options by the judge. Either, after all the evidence is presented, the New York Times lawyers make a case, excuse me, make a motion to the judge saying, Your Honor, they have not uh, met the elements of the crime, uh, not of the crime, of this charge, which here is actual malice. So we're asking you to dismiss the case. And right there, before the jury deliberates, before the jury gets it, the judge could grant that motion. Or he could do something which is a little bit of a hybrid and call the lawyers into his chambers and say, listen, I'm just giving you a heads up. You cannot tell anyone about this. But if New York Times, I thought you did an excellent job. And if the jury rules against you, I think that they did not satisfy the elements of the charge, and therefore I'm going to de vacate the jury's verdict. Or after the jury comes in and gives a verdict, the judge can then vacate the verdict. But he did something that the two judges who work with me, Judge Cammons and Judge Leventhal, have said they never heard. My dad, who practices law for 55 plus years, has said he's never heard. While the jury's deliberating in open court where the press is everywhere, he, Judge Rakoff said, I, you know, when the jury comes back, I'm going to vacate it. I'm going to vacate their verdict if they come back in favor of Miss Palin. Judge Rakoff is a very good judge. He's a very experienced judge. He's a tough judge. I've gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with him and gotten some very good results. Um, I actually, to be quite honest, if you go on my website, the Idola Bertuna and Cameron's website, there's a quote from him um, complimenting me on, on 
what took place in my advocacy in his courtroom. But what do you think came out? So I don't know why he did it, what he was thinking. I may never know why he did it and what he was thinking. But to some degree, he said what he was thinking. He wanted the appellate courts, because he assumes Ms. Palin's going to appeal, to hear both what his decision was and what the jury's decision was. But he could have done that after the jury came back with their decision. And what do you think just broke on the Wall Street Journal? Deanna Paul, who is a writer for the Wall Street Journal, she's a former prosecutor who went to journalism school and is a, a, a spectacular reporter on crime issues. She said that the jurors said that last night when they went home, <laughs> excuse me, they heard that um, the judge has, had ruled that he was going to throw out the case and he was going to rule out the case. Um, he was going to throw out the case. So now during their deliberations, they know that the judge has already ruled against Sarah Palin. Of course, they're telling the media that, oh, it didn't impact our verdict. But will we ever really know? Will even the jurors, if they're being honest, will they know when you hear that a, a uh, Southern District of New York judge who's been on the bench for 20 plus years has made a, a decision to say that that's not going to uh, have some sort of an impact on the thinking of a layperson? I just don't think that's that's honest. Um, had Judge Rakoff just waited for them to come in and, and rendered a verdict and it, if it was in favor of the New York Times, and then he could put on the record. By the way, had they come in in favor of Ms. Palin, I was my intention to dismiss, uh, to set aside the verdict. He would have accomplished something in a much cleaner way without such a powerful appellate record um, for Ms. Palin, which probably wouldn't have had any appeal. Now, I think she has some form of appeal saying, the judge's, the judge's ruling influenced the jurors, and now we know from the jurors that they knew about his ruling. So that's when a judge kind of causes some problems for themselves, or for, at least for that case, that did not necessarily need to be there. Um, in other breaking legal news, um, Coach Flores, Brian Flores of the Miami Dolphin, who brought the case against the NFL and the New York Giants, uh, he's represented by an excellent firm, the Aleftarakis firm, Oh, good, good friends of mine. Um, but they they didn't get good news today. The NFL is going to be represented by Loretta Lynch. Loretta Lynch is the former United States attorney of the Eastern District of New York, which is uh, Brooklyn, Queens, Long Island. Uh, she held that position twice, I believe, under the Clinton administration and, and under the Obama administration. And then Obama, President Obama, elevated her to the United States attorney, uh, to the attorney general of the United States of America, She's a real lawyer. She really knows her stuff, and she's going to be defending the NFL, which is a clear indication that they are going to fight this case very, very hard. Um, We've covered uh, the mayor, Mayor Adams, getting some flack about eating fish. So when it comes to diet and looking good and being healthy, the only person who comes to mind for me who really is an expert in the field is the supermodel, of the 1980s, known as The Face, this Carol Alt, who, besides talking about eating raw, will give us all kinds of advice on how to just stay healthy. And she'll give us a little insight into her life as a supermodel from the early 80s until now. We'll be right back. Everywhere I go. 
I hear that music and it makes me feel young again. Remember when you were in your teens and thought you were invincible? I'm in my 50s and I think I'm invincible. Well, it's just, you know, look, I told you about Imran almost getting by hit by a car. I told you about Lawrence getting hit by a car. When you're healthy, you think you don't need a power of attorney. You think you don't need a health care proxy. We think we'll worry about, ah, I'll worry about that down the road. Lawyers do it all the time. We're like the, the, the consummate shoemakers that have no shoes. Or at least our kids have no shoes. Yeah, the shoemaker usually throws some shoes on for himself but or herself. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy in the position that you were in. If you're really sick, you're really under the weather. What happens then? Then the state or the courts may have to make decisions for you. Is that what you really want? It's definitely not what I want. It's essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. And who's going to help you with that? Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They have been doing this for 40 years. They've done it for hundreds and hundreds of people. They'll sit down with you. They'll help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. For a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-2788. I know this is like a big 80s song, all right, but if I know Carol Alt is coming on, I may have played something like, if you happen to see the most beautiful girl in the world, or something along those something lines. Something a little sexier than I mean, Duran Duran. Yeah, I mean, I get it, I get it. She was, Carol is the queen of the 80s, a cover of Sports Illustrated, um, but boy, has she done so much more with her life and her intellect than just be a supermodel. I'm not coming down on being a supermodel. I know how it feels. Many people mistake me for uh, many supermodels out there. <clears throat> the bold men's, uh, bold men's Unite supermodel uh, team. But Carol Alt is someone who, when I met, there was an instant connection. And the reason, it took a while to figure out why. <clears throat> it wasn't because like we make such a striking couple when we walk down the street together. It was more because, Carol, what day is your birthday? The same day as yours, Arthur. Yeah, baby! December 1st! The first first day of the last month of the year, and in astrology, that all works out to greatness, and boy, are you the epitome of greatness on so many different levels. Carol, how are you? And tell us, how have you been, someone who is so health conscious, how have you coped with this crazy pandemic? You know, Arthur, it... it (laughs) You know what eats away at me during all of this is that nobody talked about building your immune system and eating healthy as a way to stab off disease and, and, you know, old age and all kinds of things. But certainly I would think strong immune systems are important 
all the way around. And I wish one of the things that would come out of this pandemic would be that people eat better and are more conscious of how important their health is. I mean, without your health, you have nothing. All the Valentinos and Hermes bags in your closet mean nothing if you're not healthy enough to carry them and wear them. You know, and that's so- why that's why I really enjoy you, Carol, because what you just said puts everything in perspective. All all of the trappings around you mean nothing if you know if you if you're not if you can't be on your own two feet. So tell us, Carol, educate us, Carol Alt, who looks beautiful and is. So mentally sharp and with it and runs businesses, et cetera, et cetera. But tell us how, what, what suggestions would you give to folks, not only about their immune system, but their overall way of life in today's fast food, rush, 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 hurry, 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 coffee, 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 Carol, I mean, we got 10 minutes Educate the world because the whole world is listening on what's going to keep us healthy. I can do it in 30 seconds. When you look at your plate, Two-thirds of it should be raw. That's now, it. Okay. Now, when you say raw, I'm going to ask you a question. Does sushi count? Su- sashimi. Oh, that, that's what I mean. Does sashimi, sushi sashimi count? 50-50. So sushi is a 50-50. So it's half raw fish and half cooked rice. No, okay, Some sashimi. Salads, like if you go to the salad bar and you get, you know, cooked egg, you know, if you get egg salad in your salad or, you, you know, you get uh, chicken salad, those things are cooked, but you can get the raw corn and the raw peas and the raw tomatoes and the raw cucumbers and the raw broccoli. And, you know, you can make a, you can make a two thirds, one third cooked with raw. So what's the, what's your call on all these carbohydrate reducing diets? You know, I, I, a lot of people do not know. <clears throat> I was pleasantly surprised. Que Carol, Carol, parla italiano, le habita in Italia, le vive in Italia. Carol's been... It's Italy. Italy. Italia. Okay, in Italia. She worked so much in Italy. in Italy. She was on TV shows in Italy. She was in movies in Italy. Movies, yeah. yeah. So, so it, they eat pasta and, and eat carbs, with, you know, not the level that we do, but it's part of their diet. What are your thoughts about the, these carbo diets here in New York? Well, first I want to say that, you know, everybody, they're so shocked if I eat something cooked. I eat 90, I'd say 90% cooked. That means 10% of having fun. You know, it's not what you do sometimes. It's what you do most of the time that really tells you what your health and your life is going to be like. If you're disciplined most of the time, you're going to have a, you don't have to be disciplined every time, but if you're disciplined most of the time, then you live a disciplined life. One of the things I like about what Mayor Eric Adams did when he said, you know, sometimes I eat fish, is he was saying I'm human. You know, I like fish, but I'm a vegetarian or I'm a vegan, and I try to stay away from things that I can. Listen, anybody who tells you that they're 100% of anything is only 100% a hypocrite, because nobody could be 100% anything. Nobody's perfect. And I thought when he said that, what he was saying was, you know what? It's what you do most of the time. I am vegan most all my time, but you know, occasionally I cheat. So you don't think he, you don't think he should. So you don't think he should get the death penalty for saying he has a piece of salmon every once in a while? No, I call myself a rough booty, but occasionally I have something cooked. Now, and, here... and you know what the problem is? Is when you're trying to teach people to eat healthy, the first thing is I can't do that. Oh my god, I can't. I have to have chicken. All right, I have chicken. What do you mean have chicken? It's not, it's not raw. Okay, well, 
if occasionally you want chicken, but if I tell you you can't have chicken, you will never go raw because you're thinking you have to be raw all the time. Vegan because you have to think you have to be vegan 100% all the time and you have to be an angel all the time. And, you know, we want to have a life and live too. So, so Carol, I, I Carol Alt, your message, <clears throat> your message is, your message is, you don't need to be a fundamentalist. You don't need to be a hundred percent. Do the best with, do, do the best with what you can and, and you'll, you'll get the results that you, you need to achieve. If you try to be a hundred percent, you say, I can never do it. Then you'll <laughs> never do it. And you'll be a mess. Exactly. If, if if you have to think you have to be perfect, people don't want to you know start something and find out they're not perfect. If you start to say, okay, you know, occasionally I'm allowed to cheat, it's so much easier. And people say, well, I fell off of raw. How do you fall off of raw? You can't fall off of raw. So you didn't eat raw for one meal or whatever. You you go back and you eat you eat raw again later. It's you know it's what you do most of the time, and the fact that you're being conscious about what you're putting into your mouth and into your body. It's that consciousness and understanding. I love when people say to me, oh, all of a sudden I got gray hair. All of a sudden I got wrinkles. All of a sudden I got a pot belly. You know, Arthur, we're the the accumulation of everything we do to our bodies. And it's not an all of a sudden kind of deal. It's kind of like it just slowly creeps up and then boom, it's there. But you've been doing it to yourself your whole life. So, well, okay, I, wait. So there's two things. There's two things I two things I want to address with you. The first one is, Eric uh, Mayor Adams and you and I are on different sides of, a, of the coin on one particular item. He says okay. he is he is not a fan of olive oil, and I know <gasps> that not only are you a fan of olive oil, you carry your own around in a little bottle in your purse. I do, so, and you've been so there and I've used it. Let's talk about <laughs> olive oil for a second. Talk to me. You know. The, it, the whole thing is, is about fats. We have a lot of misnomers and misguided thoughts about fats. Raw fats are actually good for the body. Raw fats actually make you thinner because they do a preferential exchange with old fats that aren't utilized by the body. It gets it out of the body. But, you know, your skin, your hair, your nails, your brain, your brain is over 90% fat. So, you know, we really need fats. You asked about Uh, carbohydrates before well there's two different carbohydrates there's short chain and long chain short chain is bread and pasta and cakes and cookies they're short chain carbohydrates long chain carbohydrates are vegetables they do have protein in them but they're mostly long chain carbohydrates so you know the point is is what kind of carbohydrates are you eating it's very important to have vegetables and have long-chain carbohydrates, which is actually a little bit of energy for your cells. But mainly your body is made of cold-pressed, uh, is made of um, essential fatty acids and essential amino acids. That's what rejuvenates and regenerates our bodies. So where does the pot belly come from? The pot belly comes from, I mean, it's too long to go in here, but basically it's stored fats that your body can't utilize because the molecular structure has been changed by cooking. You are so smart. Carol, um, I, know <laughs> you've been, well, and I, I know you've written several books. If you were going to, and I'm asking, you're not pitching anything. I'm asking you to do this because I know that your books are excellent. Which one of your several books would you tell a novice, someone who's in their 40s and like, look, you know, the, the life is not going to go on forever and I really need to get my act together. Which one of your books would you recommend someone pick up and use? I would think the one that was named after my show on Fox News is called The Healthy You. 
is more rounded. It gives you some exercises to do. It, it explains a little bit about food and diet, gives you some recipes. It's a well-rounded book. So that okay. would probably be it, a healthy you. And tell, tell the listeners how much coffee you drink every day. <laughs> Nada. Niente. None. Is, is decaffeinated green tea? I agree on. Is I def- drink green de- tea. Decaf green tea or caffeinated green tea? Uh, well, I, I I actually drink a white tea, which does have a little bit of caffeine in it, but it's it's a white tea. Well, Carol, so. I want to thank you so much for jumping on with me, real quick. I know hey, you I have a lot fun. of good. Go ahead. Yes, it, it, I'm going to come back on when I've got like major news to tell I, you about career stuff. So I cannot wait. You'll invite me back on again, <laughs> Carol. Anytime you want, you have my number, and I can't wait. Thank you so much for oh, doing this. You number, educated Arthur. us. I have your number. <laughs> You're the best. Happy birthday, December first. <laughs> December first. Good luck with your show, Arthur. I'm so happy you're doing this. Thank you, Carol. Be well. Okay, so an attorney has a fiduciary responsibility to their clients to protect their money. I, as the managing partner of Idala Bertuna and Cammons, have a fiduciary responsibility to my partners and all who work around me. At Empire State Bank, they specialize in providing innovative financial solutions, personal service, and industry expertise to run and grow your business. They understand the intricacies of law and have designed a banking program built with specialized financial solutions to meet the needs of attorneys and law firms. So all you lawyers out there, listen up right now. Attorney Advantage Banking is a suite of innovative financial solutions designed to help run and grow your practice more efficiently and safely. Who doesn't need that? Empire State Bank also provides comprehensive treasury management and fraud protection tools, including business, online, and mobile banking, online wire transfers, and check positive pay services to ensure fraud protection. Take your legal firm to the next level with Attorney Advantage Banking from Empire State Bank. They have locations in Staten Island, Brooklyn, and Queens. Call them today. I don't think they're open right now, but call them tomorrow, 833-393-7700, 833-393-7700, or visit esbna.com, esbna.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Perillo Tours is starting their 77th year in business with vacations to Italy and now Hawaii and Spain, too. Join me, Jersey Joe, on a special Perillo tour to Italy in a very intimate group. Steve Perillo and I have put together a very special Best of Italy trip for some of my closest friends, my AM970 radio family. Rome, Florence, Sorrento, Venice, Capri, Pompeii, and a special side trip to the home of Padre Pio, Pietrelcina. We'll have a blast getting to know each other a little better, laughing and telling stories. Steve's also arranged for a special performance from me taking place in Rome. Come fly with me, baby. Perillo Tours. Call them at 800-431-1515. Tell them you want to fly away with Joey to Italy. 800-431-1515. Ask for the new 2022 Italy brochure or visit PerilloTours.com. Now traveling to Hawaii and Spain. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. 
Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. News. Opinion. Passion. This is AM 970. The Answer. We have partly cloudy skies. We sit at 43 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. Well, more disturbing details are emerging in the deadly attack on a young Asian woman early Sunday in Chinatown and whether the suspect should have been flagged. Let's get more from Sarah Lee Kessler. That's what Asamit Nash is claiming. Turns out he'd been arrested recently for several subway crimes, including punching a commuter in the face. No mental health intervention. Cops found Nash under Christina Unilee's bed early Sunday, a bloody knife nearby. The 35-year-old victim stabbed in the neck and torso more than 40 times. Christina, with you. Chinatown residents are demonstrating their leaders demanding action. The AAPI community is under siege. Sarah Lee Kessler. NBC News Radio, New York. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver is questioning the New York vaccination mandate that's keeping Kyrie Irving off the court at Barclays Center. He said every NBA player should be vaccinated and boosted. However, it's very odd the mandate only applies to a home player. He says it doesn't make sense that a road player who's unvaccinated can play games at Barclays Center, but a home team player like Kyrie Irving can't. Irving has not played a home game this entire season. Taking a look at the traffic, 15 to 20 minutes southbound the Holland Tunnel, 5 to 10 on the city-bound side, 15 to 20 out the Lincoln, 5 to 10 inbound, and about 10 minutes for the inbound George Washington Bridge. That'll be for both levels. Now, if you're trying to get to the outbound George Washington Bridge, we're still pretty heavy on the northbound West Side Highway as you go north of 72nd Street right up to the GW Bridge. Riverside Drive will be a little bit better for you. FDR northbound, we're slow from the 30s up into the 70s. Southbound, we're slow from the Triborough right down towards 96th. Cloudy skies tonight. Temperatures are going to rise to the upper 40s overnight. Cloudy skies tomorrow. Rain and wind arrives at night with a high near 60. And now you know what's going on. I am Mike Barker on AM 970, The Answer. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. So the good news from Platinum Mitsubishi is I spoke to Michael Esposito today, and he's the uh, the owner, and he said the Mitsubishi, the the big mother company, just sent them a whole new shipment of all new trucks, and um, you know they're all beautiful, especially the uh, the big one, the Outlander, the SEL, which is it is the most expensive one, but I, it's in the 30s. It's not like in the 60s. Um, they're flying off the lot. He said, especially people want black on black. They look very, very cool. You should um, you should jump on the website, uh, platinum-mitsubishi.com, and you'll see how cool they look. And you can, like, they have the leasing terms on there and how much it costs to buy them, et cetera, et cetera. Check it out. You won't go wrong. Carol Alt definitely has not gone wrong. I, um, I wanted to keep her on longer, but I also wanted to tease you a little bit because I'm going to have her back on. She's so cool. She's so smart, and when I was doing a little research about her being on, there's this website called Ask Men, and obviously it's a male-oriented website, but not that long ago, they did some sort of very non-scientific poll of the most beautiful um, supermodels of, like, I don't know, the modern era. I don't exactly know what the, the dynamics are or the parameters are. Okay, think about it in your head. 
male, men and women, because I played this game this morning with um, Diana, my partner, when I was prepping for the show for a couple of minutes, knowing that Carol was going to be on. Who is your favorite supermodel? Joan, I want you to think about it. Who's your favorite supermodel? Sam Bellino, your favorite supermodel. Here is the top ten. Ready? I want you to think about it, folks. In your mind, who's your number one? I know who my number one is. I've actually spoken about it on the show. <clears throat> number ten, surprised by this one, but this is probably the only one I'm surprised by. Number ten, Twiggy. Would not put her down as a supermodel. But according to Ask Men, Twiggy's number ten. Number nine, Christy Turlington. No argument there. Number eight. There's not going to be any arguments, okay, Dallas? So just chill out. Number eight, Naomi Campbell. Number seven, I think this is the person who's graced the cover of Sports Illustrated more than anyone else, Elle McPherson. Number six, Claudia Schiffer. Number five, all time, according to Ask Men, Carol Alt. Number four, Kathy Ireland. Number three, Christy Brinkley. Number two, think NFL. Think New England Patriots, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Giselle, who Diana, my partner, who's a beautiful woman in her own right, doesn't find her. She says she's too angular. Um, and number one, and who happens to be my number one of all time, her initials are CC, Cindy Crawford. Um, but what I admire most about Carol is everything that she's done besides uh, her modeling career. And... Someone who I admire tremendously, who I've known probably just for the last eight years in his uh, tenure as the fire commissioner, is Dan Nigro. He is retiring after 53 years of public service. And anyone who knows me for two minutes or knows this show for maybe 10 minutes knows I am a proud Italian-American. I'm always looking towards Italian-American role models to highlight to our young people Sadly, in the 70s, and there were some movies that came out that uh, in the 70s and 80s that highlighted the worst part of the Italian-American uh, community. And Commissioner Daniel A. Nigro is a, a, someone who exemplifies the best part of the Italian-American community. He's now 73 years old. He does not look 73. I was surprised when I read that. When I was doing my research today, he was appointed in the fire department, ready for this, 1969. I was two. <laughs> so, and he, was, he had a huge role uh, in the cleanup of the 9-11 attacks. He, read the, he led the rescue and recovery effort for the 343 Bravest who were quit, killed in the Twin Towers. He served under, um, uh, he served under, uh, de Blasio was the one who appointed him. And uh, at least temporarily, Deputy Commissioner Laura Kavanaugh, who I know also for a very long time, I believe she helped on my campaign when I ran for city council or I became friendly with her right after that. She's the interim commissioner until another candidate is named. There is no word on who is going to be uh, following in his footsteps, but they have very big footsteps to follow. And congratulations to Dan Nigro as a, uh, a model citizen uh, with pub, doing public service here in the city of New York. And just to sound like a little bit of a bragging jerk, um, I, I have this little app on my phone. It's called Memories, and your pictures from the um, that particular day all through the years pop up. And today, uh, February 16th, a picture popped up from 2016 on this day. 
And it's a screenshot that I grabbed of a text that I got. And uh, I'll just read it to you very quickly. It says, it is a sad time for me. I still cannot believe he is gone. He was one of a kind. I've always thanked God for the opportunity to know and work for him. His wife is an amazing woman. I'm so happy that she has so much love surrounding her during this sad time. It's so wonderful to hear that you'll be admitted to the United States Supreme Court. I knew that you were one of his favorite people. He truly enjoyed your visits. The laughter that would come out of his office when you visit was remarkable. I hope to see you Friday or Saturday at the funeral. And that was written to me uh, three days after Justice Antonin Scalia died. And what I was just telling a friend of mine, Katie, was that when, you know, when you lose someone of that caliber, you start thinking, questioning yourself, like, was I really that close with him? I mean, I'm sitting in in my office in in Manhattan right now, and there's a picture of of him I, I stare at all day long, hanging on the wall when he was the Grand Marshal of the Columbus Day Parade. There's also a letter from him that's framed that um, uh, he congratulating me when I went, when I, I believe... It was either when I won, run, won the Crane case or when I became the president of the Columbia Lawyers Association. He would write to me often. And to you know read that uh, this morning and to see that going back to, to uh, 2016 when I was devastated when he died suddenly, it just said, okay, Arthur, you're not making this up. You really did have a very good relationship with him uh, because his secretary or assistant, Crystal, who was with him for decades, you know, she she didn't need to write that gratuitously. So, Justice Scalia, you're gone, but you're definitely not forgotten. I watched um, remotely a uh, speech that Justice Kagan gave on the United States Supreme Court and the state of the courts. It was a public speech, and what she said is a hundred years from now, uh, and she kind of offended her her the other people on the court. The a hundred years from now, the only the only justice that anyone will be speaking of is Justice Antonin Scalia because he had such an impact on the court. Um, in other Italian-American news, and I'm sure this is going to break everyone's heart, especially my brothers and sisters in Staten Island, Bay Ridge, Diker Heights, and now Park Slope, because that's where the 11th Congressional District has been redrawn, and those are the, um, the parameters of the district. It's the whole borough of Staten Island, and then it seeps, it then comes into Bay Ridge, and up kind of the, the coastline through Sunset Park and Park Slope because they're making that um, district more democratic. And I know the people in Staten Island are going to be very, very disappointed. So I'm sorry for all of you. But yesterday online, former Mayor Bill de Blasio announced he will not run for Congress. Uh, he was going to run. He was going to primary Max Rose um, and... He's not going to do that. I know everyone, especially the Staten Islanders, are crushed. Um, he said, quote, I've represented the neighborhoods of the 11th Congressional District for years, and I love the people who live here. It was gratifying to connect with community elected officials while I considered a run. I'm certain a progressive can win this seat and serve us in Washington. Yeah, well, Bill, I am not as certain about that as you are. Uh, I don't think the progressive movement is so alive and well in Staten Island or Bay Ridge, not even Sunset Park, maybe Park Slope. Um, but so it'll be, looks like it's going to be Max Rose against Nicole Maliotakis. It is my congressional district. It is where I live. Um, I hope Mayor de Blasio uses his connections and the people he knows and has helped over the years to 
maybe go into a not-for-profit and use his skills to help people who he can help there, whether it's the people who are disabled or people who are struggling financially. He's not a stupid guy. Clearly, he was not a great mayor, but uh, he is a young, energetic man, despite what people think, who's a hard worker, despite what people think, who could help people without being in elected office. I'm not in elected office. I feel like I help people every day. I, I, today I got a, a text from someone, Arthur, it was three years ago today, you got my son's case dismissed. Thank you so much. So you don't have to run for office to help people. If you're the baker, you can help people with their kid's birthday party. If you're working on the MTA, you can keep the subway doors open for another second and let someone jump on the train. There's a lot of peep ways to help people without being a congressperson. And look, all these congresspeople aren't running. Kathleen Rice isn't running. Tom Swazi's not running. AOC says it's an SHIT show down there. So maybe de Blasio did the right thing for himself as well as the people of Staten Island. We'll be right back with the last segment. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks finishing mixed as investors assess mixed information on whether Russia-Ukraine tensions will escalate while parsing the minutes from the latest Fed meeting. The Dow falling 55 points, the Nasdaq down 16, S&P 500 up 4. And shares of DoorDash are surging after hours. Apparently, people are still ordering in record numbers, even as restaurants reopen from the pandemic. The delivery service reported records upon records for its latest quarter for quarterly total orders, gross order value, and a high of more than 25 million active users. But it was a different story for Boston Beer. The company issued weaker-than-expected results in its latest quarter as the brewer faced further challenges related to its truly hard seltzer product. And Cisco System stock is popping in the extended session after the computer networking company reported quarterly results slightly above Wall Street estimates and offered an encouraging outlook. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. Run, walk, honor. The Tunnel to Towers 5K Run and Walk in New York City retraces FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps on 9-11. That single event has inspired more than 70 runs, walks, and climbs in different cities across the nation each year. Register for an event in your area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-2700. Eight, eight. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, coming up tonight at 7, it's Wellness Night. Don't want you to miss this. Uh, Dr. Mark Siegel of the Fox News Medical All-Stars weighs in. Why are people complaining to him about Omicron? He will tell us. Also, Jean Ann Benira with some fitness for your mind. That's tonight at 7. Explore Banana Republic Factory with 50% off everything. Shop versatile tops, adventure-ready pants, and more from $24.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer.
Sometimes when this place gets kind of empty Sound of their breath fades with the light I think about the loveless fascination Under the Milky Way tonight Lower the curtain down Memphis Lower the curtain down on right I got no time For private consultation Under the Milky Way I don't want you to end. My sister, I did it with my sister Lori last night at my parents' wedding anniversary, 58 years, and she's like, she calls me Jerk. Like that's our nickname for each other. That's the Jerk. I love the music on your show. She's like, you know, I kind of want to hear all of those things. This is the Church Milky Way. I went and saw them in um, Fort Jefferson. I forget the name of the theater. Me and my boy Glenn, oof, 30 years ago, and uh, I think they're Australian as well. Well, we're not in Australia. We're in Midtown Manhattan. And, um, you know, I, I, I will tell you this. As much as I'm pushing the city, the city, the city, the city is, is slowly, slowly uh, coming back. Right downstairs from my office on 45th Street and 5th Avenue, there's uh, Megan's Bar. And there's um, <clears throat> around the corner is Sean's Bar. There's Kevin's Bar. And these are places that... Even now, on a Wednesday night at 7 o'clock almost, you know, they'd be pretty full. And right before the show came on, I was passing by there, and they're not pretty full. Uh, we need to go and, and, you know, start getting back out there. I know it's winter, and it's not, and there's, there's no more outdoor heating, so everyone's got to be inside. Um, but, you know, we need to use New York. You know, I'm the president of the Friars Club. I'm very proud of that. And, you know, a lot of the members are like, you know, Arthur, you know, we want to make sure the Friars Club is the best that it could be. You know, tell us what we can do. And I just say, just use it. Just come in. Just come in and use it. Have a meeting here. Have lunch here. Have breakfast here. Have a private event here. I know that um, there's a couple of great acts that are coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks there. I mean, there's like twice a week there's some kind of a cabaret or open mic or someone singing. And there's always comedy. We just need to use New York. Um, because it's, it's just, a, it's just awesome. It's just uh, the energy here, even during the pandemic, you could still feel it in the buildings in the bricks in the construction. Uh, when I was at lunch with my buddy, Eric today, you know, he said he lives in Tribeca and he said the real estate values down there are going through the roof. They're going through the roof. Now I'm telling you on one side of my mouth that the city's not where, where it needs to be. And he's telling me, and he's a businessman that the real estate values are going through the roof. And I said, why is that? And he said, because people are betting on New York. <clears throat> people are betting on New York that the trajectory will still be positive. And to say that Eric Adams doesn't get some credit for that would be naive. Um, we are feeling uh, a positive vibe that, yes, we're so far from being there, but we're heading in the right direction. I'm just going to highlight, you know, we had supermodel uh, Carol Alton 
And while I'm speaking to her, I see this ad that pops up. Well, not this ad, this article that pops up that um, Eric Adams is basically, he went to Brooklyn to uh, Bush Terminal and he's, he's they're having, we're having a, fir- a fashion show. Quote, after attending a nonprofit fashion show in Manhattan, the city's mayor, Eric Adams, announced the first anchor tenant at Sunset Park's fashion and film-centric Made in New York campus, Sustainable Fashion and Design School Slow Factory. That's the name of it. Made in New York campus, Sustainable Fashion and Design School Slow Factory. The institution will be the first to call the hub home after the media production facilities ongoing restoration so here in new york we're gonna we're we're blowing away the london show the paris show the tokyo show and it says milan you know no one's blown away milan milan is milan i'm being a little prejudiced there with my love of milan they're saying the mayor is saying it's going to bring in an estimated 57 million dollars in direct economic output to new york city 57 million in the course of a year. Hmm. Well, if you want to talk about it from a straight dollars and cents point of view, yesterday we pointed out that in 30 days of online gambling, in 30 days we got 70 million dollars of of revenue to New York State. This is 57 million dollars in a year in New York City. Obviously, there's a lot of money coming in from gambling. I mean, this this kind of put things in perspective. However, what is this doing? I mean, there are areas of Sunset Park that are still not what they should be in terms of being the shining star of the city, New York, and this will bring more people in. You know, what reduces crime? What reduces crime usually is activity, is lights, action, camera, having people in and out. Uh, I, something really troubling happened uh, to me over the weekend. I was cleaning uh, my garden, and... I. You know, our house is right on the main street in Brooklyn, New York. And I looked right into my neighbor's shrubs and I saw something black. And I'm like, what is that? And I look in and I reach in and it's a pocketbook. And I pull out this pocketbook and it's clearly a woman's purse. And there's her driver's license. There's all her credit cards. There's her Metro card. There's a little small bottle of water. There's a little makeup. And obviously there's no cash in there. Now, this is my house. This is right next to my house. Obviously... Someone grabbed this woman's pocketbook, ran with it, ran towards my house, found that there was a shrub or a bush that they could go hide behind, dig through it, take out the cash, (coughs) and leave it behind. Of course, today, I didn't actually take the pocketbook. I I have the pocketbook. I took the contents of the pocketbook, and I I wrote a little handwritten note on my letterhead, and we put it in an envelope, and we sent it to the address that's on her driver's license and God willing in a day or two, depending on the postal service, she'll get it. What's my point? My point is that usually those types of events typically happen in desolated or low traffic areas. Um, Sunset park where the mayor wants to put this uh, sustainable fashion Institute and, and bring in all this money and bring in all these jobs. That is somewhat of a low foot, um, traffic area. You start bringing people in there. Criminals, listen, I represent criminals for a living. I, not usually those type of criminals, not people who are snatching pocketbooks, more like people who are stealing money through the banks, through wire transfers, <laughs> having some sort of scandals. Oh, I have a good scandal I have to talk to you about tomorrow, uh, later. But, um, the, uh, 
the typical person who's getting ripped off uh, doing it in like they don't think they're going to get caught. So criminals are committing crimes, not thinking, well, let me commit this crime so I can get caught. They think they're not going to get caught. And my overall point here is this. The more people are around, the more activity there is, the more light there is, the less somebody wants to commit a crime because they ultimately don't want to get caught. Uh, I'm still upset about the whole halftime show at the Super Bowl where all the dancers are dressed in prison garb. And I mentioned that on Monday. And so many people have remarked on that over the days like, Arthur, you're so right. Why are we glorifying to young people going to prison? You don't want to go to prison for a minute. I don't care who you are. And to make it glor- to glorify it is just ridiculous. But to tie it all into what I said in the last segment about Dan Nigro and Justice Scalia being shining examples and Bill de Blasio of Italian-Americans doing good. You know, there are all these movies, Casino and Goodfellas, where they glorify, and even The Godfather, they glorify organized crime. Organized crime should not be glorified. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's horrible, especially in the modern era. Maybe it was different years ago, 100 years ago, when the police were all corrupt and they were picking on the Italians just because they were Italians. Well, maybe then it made sense. But that shouldn't be glorified. Going to prison shouldn't be glorified. Being a prisoner, wearing prison gear should not be glorified. That is not what we want. And tying that all up in a nice little bow, Eric Adams is on that same page. He went up to Albany. He did the best he could to try to work on these bail laws. You know, they have Albany has said, yep, he came up here and he tried and we didn't give him anything. And they say it like with some sort of pride. I don't know why they should be proud. They should be saying we're committed to reexamining this. We're committed to looking at the statistics. We're committed to giving judges uh, certain uh, more, more discretion in certain cases. But instead, they're like, no, he came up here and he left after the hand. Ha ha. Well, that they shouldn't be proud of that. Uh, Tom Swazi has picked a running mate, a Brooklyn woman. Uh, she's a former council member, Diana Reina. I will have um, Congressman Swazi on soon enough to tell us why he thinks he would be a better governor than Governor Hochul. <clears throat> oh, there we go. Wednesday, you got over the hump. Time to pull into your driveway. Time to take the chicken off the, the skillet or however you're making it. I'm going to, like, go take some more hauls and have a cup of tea, sit at my desk, keep working for tonight for the big case that's on tomorrow morning. Have a great night. Stay healthy. Love your family. God bless America. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.